In the world of outsourced clinical research, Icon is a big fish in a pond full of other increasingly big fish. In this episode of the Pharma Letter podcast, we chat with the company's chief commercial officer, George McMillan. Like many in the industry, the Dublin-headquartered clinical research organisation has sought to grow in size to take advantage of increasing demand for its services. A coming together of numerous advances in biotechnology over recent years has led to a new wave of innovation in the life sciences. Much of the innovation has come from smaller biotech firms, sometimes incubated by hands-on investment groups dedicated to nurturing early-stage science. But such startups need support to progress into clinical stage development and beyond, with regulators keeping a close eye on the development and manufacture of new technologies. This is one area in which CROs and CDMOs have picked up the slack. Another trend is the increasing desire on the part of large pharmaceutical players to divest non-core parts of the business and focus on their key strengths, providing an opportunity for a company like Icon to pick up new partnerships and development opportunities. As new biologics and cell and gene therapies start to have a real impact on people's lives and health, the degree of specialism required has enabled some companies to establish themselves as leading experts in certain areas. The future looks bright, and as the impact of artificial intelligence is increasingly felt in this sector, there's surely plenty more to come. Perhaps just to start with, then, you could provide a, a brief introduction to yourself and your role at ICON. Thank you, Simon. My name is George McMillan. I am the Chief Commercial Officer of ICON PLC. ICON is the world's largest clinical research organization with 42,000 people spread uh, across the globe. Uh, we were both founded in and continue to be headquartered in Dublin, Ireland as well. And my role is uh, to, and uh, our commercial organization, uh, is to create relationships with uh, new customers of every size, as well as to sustain those relationships through marketing and business development over time. Great. We've seen, obviously, with the pandemic, um, a pretty significant impact on drug makers and other participants in the industry. For you at ICON, what have the opportunities and challenges been for healthcare partnerships uh, after the pandemic? I think post-pandemic, you see three or four trends happening in the context of sponsor CRO partnerships. The first is that the, on average, large sponsors are maintaining fewer partnerships that is in part their desire to simplify their vendor bases and the number of SOPs they use, but also as the CRO industry has consolidated into fewer, much larger competitors, there isn't the need to have half a dozen CROs to cover your therapeutic needs. Beyond fewer, there also tend to be longer. There's significant investment associated with building a partnership at every level, small, medium, or large pharma, uh, and the propensity now is to take those relationships out longer. I would say the third is investment orientation. Given the increased duration, a desire to invest time as well as dollars together in things that support these partnerships, whether it is technology, SOPs, or, or other forms of investment. And finally, uh, and logically, a more broad-based, a greater willingness to do more things together and also if to work together in what I would call experimentation and innovation, 
to try things out in the context of the portfolio being managed and share best practice, share what works and share what doesn't. And that makes those partnerships more robust. How has the balance of in-house versus outsourced R&D shifted for drug makers over the years? Several observations, Simon. First, uh, the trend towards fully insourced to fully outsourced to some hybrid in between is a pendulum that swings back and forth at every pharma company as well. Second is one can't generalize with large pharma or medium pharma on a broad-based basis. There does appear to be a bit of a trend towards a little more insourcing supplemented by FSP versus full service, but you have to really look at the company itself because each company's development model is influenced by a couple of things. Changes in the regime, that is whoever the chief development officer is and his or her lieutenants as to what they prefer. And the second is the portfolio dynamics. The narrower the portfolio, the better are the economics for insourcing. And as the portfolios grow and diversify, the greater is the likelihood that they will triage what to do in-house and take those middle, second and third tier compounds and outsource them for the sake of efficiency. And I would say the third has to do with the internal dynamics and economics of the sponsor itself. That is stock price, generation of shareholder value, profitability and cost structure can drive a sponsor either to insource more, but in many cases also to outsource more and to reduce internal cost. And when one considers those factors, then one can look at any group of sponsors or any individual company and judge which is it swinging and in which direction. We've seen that Icon has made a number of acquisitions over the years. Recently, PRA Health Sciences, um, a major acquisition for the company, are you satisfied with the performance of the, the newly enlarged company since that acquisition went through? Yes, we're very satisfied with that. I think we found it to be uh, because great care was placed in putting the companies together. It has gone well. Uh, their PRA brought very complementary capabilities uh, to ICON that ICON did not have, that filled in, if you will, its service line set and strengthened its position in biotech and in FSP and related. Uh, and we've been able to blend together the management teams. I further think that the fact that that, along with uh, organic growth, moved us up to the leadership position in the industry has given us opportunities and exposure to medium and large customers we didn't previously have partnerships with by virtue of our greater size and our overall global geographical capability and our service line breadth. What challenges have you faced integrating with PRA and how have you overcome those challenges? I would say internally, those challenges have been minimal. I think it's all about getting the message out, right? There were PRA-oriented sponsors. There were ICON, long-standing ICON sponsors there. I think the most important thing we have been doing and continue to do is to tell that story, that it has gone well, how we are organized, what we have brought to one another, and how a company at our size now benefits them more than they were with ICON or PR separately before. And I think we are still getting that story out as well, but I think our overall market performance suggests uh, that it has gone well. And I think people understand the story and our ability to bring more value to their needs. What are the benefits in, in being a larger company in terms of your ability to deliver for customers and um, 
you know, the, the economics of, of the company and how it works? I think there are several things that uh, derived from putting those two companies together. First, a factor that in fact is driving the overall uh, consolidation of our industry itself is the fact that uh, Icon is now ubiquitously geographically everywhere that customers need to be. I think second and perhaps even more importantly, um, PRA brought to us early stage capabilities much greater than what we had and a comparable presence to us in the biotechnology space. Uh, and Icon brought a much stronger portfolio elsewhere. So what it has had been able for allowed us to do is to do two things, serve up across a much wider range of service offerings than we had before. And second, it, it has pushed us up to number one in not only biotechnology, but also in large pharma FSO, as well as by far the largest player in FSP. And what that does is gives us the ability to bring to bear far more human capital and far greater capabilities to a wide portfolio uh, of our sponsors' clinical research needs. Has that acquisition brought about uh, a strategic change for you in terms of what you're focusing on, the therapeutic focus, the technologies that are available to you? Has that driven a, a strategic change or is that internal change sort of part of the reason for looking to acquire the company? I think at heart, I think the answer is probably not at the highest level. Our CEO, Steve Cutler, as well as our board, remains committed to the notion that ICON is a clinical research organization and only a clinical research organization. We have not drifted into data, nor are we uh, owned by, in whole or in part, entities that are not in clinical research. We remain committed to staying in phase one all the way through phase four and all of the ancillary services that are related to clinical research. It is not our current intention to be in preclinical at this point in time, nor is it our intention to go outside of this space. We want to be the best CRO in the world. And in that sense, it hasn't changed our intention. It has given us the ability and the resources to look at more ways to invest in innovation around speed, uh, speed of execution, site identification, patient recruitment, and diversity. So it's given us more weapons to innovate and to learn how to do what I would call the blocking and tackling, Simon, of being a CRO better. Right. What should we look out then for from the company in the next sort of 12 months or beyond? Um, now that you've integrated, you're a larger company, um, what are you really focused on and what are you hoping to achieve in the next year or so? Uh, I certainly think our CRO speaks best to that topic as well. But I would say from my perspective as a chief commercial officer right now, I think for us, it is steady as she goes, right? We have a, a wonderful portfolio of sponsors across a wide spectrum of size and industries right now. Best thing we can do now is execute work supremely well. Uh, and second, to go back to your original question, to deepen our partnerships with these sponsors, some of which have been with our companies for a long time, some of which are new to us, continue to really good, do good work, build trust with them, right? And the rest takes care of itself. You mentioned there's been a lot of uh, consolidation in the industry. What about Icon? Are you looking to continue acquisitions and continue uh, consolidating, or are you just uh, focused on uh, moving ahead with uh, the company as it stands? Certainly from my point of view, our intention is to continue to move ahead in the way that I just spoke about as well. I think our chief executive officer, Steve Cutler, is best positioned to speak as to whether the company is going to make subsequent acquisitions or not. I think at the moment, my focus on that of most of my colleagues is to keep continuing to do what we do uh, and let uh, continued uh, expansion 
be the call of our board and, and Steve uh, where they think the opportunities present themselves. Great. Well, I think that's about all we have time for today. George McMillan, Chief Commercial Officer at ICON, thank you for speaking with us today. Thank you, Simon, for having me.